Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first Romeo Echo podcast. This is episode number one. Number one. Super excited because we've been trying to do this all day, and it's taking us so long just to get everything set up. Today, we had um, our one and only Master Sergeant Oliveres. Oliveres? Well, Gunnery Sergeant. Gunnery Sergeant, now promoted to to Master Master Sergeant in our office, and... It was super awesome to see that. That's pretty cool. Right. Is that your first promotion ceremony? First promotion. Well, I'm a civilian. I'm not a vet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, that's another story. But yeah. um, first promotion uh, was cool. My wife, my kids were here. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. My wife got a little emotional. Did she really? Yeah. When when Gabe was talking about his mom and how hard mm. you know she had to work, they didn't have a lot of food and they didn't have place to live and yeah. This guy's become real successful, so um, it's cool. it was a great experience just to be part of it and just like seeing his family. And he gets to, you know we know him, we know him and we know him you know his his work ethic, but he's a to, beast. He's a beast, a monster. Beast. Dude, getting to like seeing his family and kids and like it's yeah. just it's just different. It's just so yeah. much different seeing it. Um, it, it it's crazy way. to see someone at that like <clears throat> where he is in his military life, and we could see where he can be. Or where he's going to be with his civilian life, because like obviously he works hard in the Marine Corps. Becoming becoming a master sergeant in twelve years of the Marine Corps is like completely unheard of. Like I said, I have Marines that I've worked like served with mm-hmm. that are sergeants at twelve years, yeah, and trying to become staff sergeants maybe if they get selected. So like for him to be meritoriously promoted until this point, like insane. Insane. See, see, I don't. I, I'm always asking you guys because mm-hmm. you know I, I have a lot of friends that are vets and we work with a lot of veterans and you know active duty. You know, so we know we work with a lot of people in the military. Um, so for me, it's. I mean, that's that's fast. Twelve years. Like mm-hmm. when I hear master sergeant, I've never known personally known anyone that was a master sergeant or mm-hmm. even worked with a client that was a master sergeant. But, like everyone's saying hey that's really fast like but what's what's the normal like say if someone to get promoted if oh. you've never known anyone get promoted to master sergeant how long does it take them if they ever get promoted to that do you so put it this way i got i got meritoriously uh, promoted to corporal and sergeant and it took me just about six years to do it like five and a half years so half of the time that he's been in the marine corps it took me to get to sergeant and that's e5 and he's in yeah. e8 so like it only gets harder as, as as like the further that you go and you have like time and service that's mandatory for what you're supposed to get and he hit as, like essentially every single minimum from yeah. in my head the way i'm doing the math every single minimum like the day after he's available to get promoted he gets promoted that wow. like in my head like that's as like as wow. quickly as he can do it wow. so like that's who we have on the team now which is fucking awesome it's a bunch it's of crazy. leaders it's yeah. a bunch of leaders i mean it, it's pretty amazing um it feels like you know somebody somebody's controlling you know whether it's you know whatever if god you know i believe in god but yeah. you have you know the divine coder if somebody wants to say that or the universe whatever it is somebody's controlling this and it's there's i mean all these leaders that are being attracted here it's pretty mm-hmm. cool pretty amazing yeah. to see all these leaders and and it help, makes me level up because I feel like, oh, I've been in the game. I've been, you know, doing loans for you know, for a long time, 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You know, I've been yeah. doing it for a long time. But when I see people that have been in the business a short period of time, like you, 
Yeah. You've been in the, doing real estate, uh, I don't know, five like I, I got years? I got licensed in 2016. Mm-hmm. I didn't start practicing until I think 2018, and then I had a gap because I went on deployment. Yeah. And then you know to, end of 2017 ish, went on deployment, and then like had a bunch of gaps in between when I was able to like practice and actually get into it. like so not mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of time compared to yeah. the experience that you have, but and I think that's the difference between like people who who are successful in this game is like people that are coachable you know like yeah. people who are constantly learning like yourself i mean you just invested in a heavy heavy program recently yeah and we were there to see it yeah. <laughs> and like that was insane i got to it pretty see. quick I, yeah I, when they said to if you want to be part of this program go and sign up i'm like i'll be back Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane like and then like twenty thousand dollars later <laughs> so yeah i mean it's and I'm always learning. That's the thing, yeah. you know. Being, you know, with all, all, it makes me level up. Yeah. You know my game, so mm-hmm. I think that's what's helped me just get better. Is, you know, I'm always learning. I don't have my ego. I used to have a big ego before, mm-hmm. but I don't have, you know, my pride. It doesn't hurt my pride or ego. Where like if I see someone younger in the game, yeah, and they're killing it, I'm I'm like, hey, how how are you here? I want to learn from you. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, you know, I have mentors and I have many. You know, especially like when it comes to like video and all that kind of stuff, production. Like, Danny, you're one of my mentors. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's the thing. It's, it's some people are like, oh, this guy hasn't been, you know, in the business long, you know, as long as me. How could he mentor me? Bullshit. Like, yeah, you can, you you can anyone can mentor you. And if you're yeah. open to that, I think I've noticed that since I was been been more open to it. Like, it's been really weird. It's a coincidence that my you know, my business and my career has been taken off even more. And my, my connections, I'm connecting with, with all these high-level people, and it's just weird how I'm like, oh, I'm even more coachable. I'm yeah. not, you know, I don't, I don't care what people say or think about me or say, like, I mean, this one thing doing this podcast, it's like, biggest fear is like, what are people going to think yeah. of us when we do this? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, even before, like, you were asking, you're like, what are we going to say? What are we, like, yeah, and we're yeah. like, what, 10 minutes in, like, or something like that? It, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But I kind of want to back up a little bit yeah. because a lot of people on the channel know, somewhat know me. And so let's, let's talk about you. Like, how, how did yeah. you get re- introduced to Romeo Echo? How did you start in real estate, uh, like, on the loan side? Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, how did you get started here? Yeah, so um, I never, well, I've, I've been doing loans since 2005. I never wanted to do loans. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't something I wanted to do. I wanted to do real estate. Right. So um, my family, they've always invested, like, flip properties and have investment properties. And I have, you know, other relatives that own many multifamily units. When I was young, they would always say, oh, you want to buy real estate. And mm-hmm. That's how you can build wealth and be successful and all that. And I was a little kid, so I was getting told that when I was a little kid, you know, all the time. And um, when I got old enough, um, I worked for my dad's company right out of high school when I was going to junior college. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to junior college, play some sports there. And I had more interest in the real estate field. And my dad said, he's a well, if you have interest in the real estate field, maybe you should work somewhere where you can learn about money. I'm like, well, the bank. So I got a job at the bank, you know, a well-known place. And um, I was a bank teller, counting money, did that for a little bit. Got promoted, got a couple of promotions, and the the loan officer there at that bank branch. Well, actually, let me backtrack a little bit. 
Um, when I was a bank teller, there was a real estate broker who said, hey, you, um, you ever thought about getting into real estate? I'm like, yeah, I have thought about that. Well, you know, that's, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm here. I'm trying to connect with people mm -hmm. and learn about this stuff. And he said, well, I'll, you can come work with me um, and assist me um, with my open houses and do work. And he didn't pay me anything. It was basically an internship. So I did this for a few months, and I was learning, like, how to <laughs> little do did you know. Little did I know. Yeah. How to write contracts and all this kind of stuff. And so I was learning that game a little bit. And then I, that's why I got a couple promotions from at the bank, and I was still helping him out here and there with certain things, mm -hmm. um, putting open house signs, contracts. Yeah, putting in that heavy work. I was doing the heavy work. Yeah. But now I realize now, man, I should have got paid for yeah. some of that. But Dude, I hate, I hate, I hate putting up open house signs. So, it's the worst part of real estate. Oh, that's terrible. Hands down. Hands down. But it part. makes you money. But. It, yeah. It doesn't matter. I'd rather pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... So I was doing that. Then I was working uh, as a banker, mm -hmm. and I was just opening accounts. And there was a, a premier banker. There was at that time. This is two thousand three, two thousand four. Was a banker. She'd been there forever. She probably she's opened up millions and millions of you know of dollars in accounts. She's helped out a ton of customers. She would just sit there and she would get customers helping her left and right. Mm -hmm. She took a leave of absence, so she said, "Hey, do you want to be my?" Well, she she asked me if I wanted to be her assistant. So I said, "Yes, I'll be your assistant." And then a month into it, she took a leave of absence. So I took on her whole clientele. Mm. Me, new, I was like young, 22 years old, 23 years old. And I took on this huge book of business. And that time, equity lines were, everyone was getting an equity line. It was crazy. I mean, it was a stated income, you know, good credit stated income. You, have to show, you don't have to show anything. We were doing probably like 20 equity lines a month. At that time, mm. that was crazy. And then, um, and then after that, it gets a little loud. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then dur during that, the loan officer in the branch came to me. She said, hey, you ever thought about doing loans? I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I have, you know? Yeah. And this time I've already done a bunch of equity lines. I kind of understood a lot of things. And she said, well, we're looking for a junior loan officer. Are you interested? I was like, mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So then I, I interviewed. Yeah. And they said, hey, we're going to pay you a guarantee of $2,500 a month, plus you're going to get X amount of basis points per file. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't anything crazy. And then they, they, they said, okay, this was like when she talked to me, two weeks later, interviewed, they said, okay, you're hired. But then my bank manager, no, the district manager at the bank said, no, you have to finish out your, your, your quarter before you can come on board. Okay, so then that was January like 17, 2005. That's when I was officially doing loans in the heat it, oh yeah it was crazy it yeah. was crazy and my first month in I made over $13,000 and I was like and I was going to college and I was like why am I going to college well I made yeah. all this money I thought I knew everything but um, yeah I got in the business from there and then like kind of fast forward from that that was like how I got in um, I worked I worked for that place and after that opened up my own shop with my brother we had 25 loan officers we were killing mm -hmm. it. it was crazy making a ton of money and then market crashed um, that's probably something we can get into another time, but like yeah. market crashed, wiped everything out, all the pluses turned to minuses, and then um, from there, made a couple different jumps to different places, and uh, worked at a couple big retail banks, ended up on another big broker, and then um, started working with Adam and Roland doing a lot of uh, VA loans, mm -hmm. and then we just started talking, we said, hey, um, you know, you guys want, they, well, we want to talk to them about partnering up, but then they said, we want to talk to you guys about partnering up. You nice. guys want to, you know, start a mortgage company. And we said, let's do it. 
So, and let's means yeah. you and and Dean. Dean. So yeah. it's me, Dean, my, my business partner mm -hmm. from 2009. Right. So we've been working together forever. Yeah. Since 2009. And um, yeah, we, we started that and it was like probably January of 2020 we started talking about it, I think, or yeah. sometime around there. I can't remember the exact, maybe sometime 2020. And then we were doing the work to get it started. And then I think officially we were, we were official like September 2021. Yeah, so, I think that's when uh, around yeah. the time that we met, and that's the time that right we right around there, yeah. And that's I think that's close to the time we started transitioning to this office. I think it was a couple months after, right? Like in, yeah. yeah, we opened it up was, this office. So we were it was like February of 2021. We were sharing offices, and then mm -hmm. January of 2021. No, I'm sorry, July of 2021. We were here. Got it. We were here. So that's kind of like everything nutshell. Like yeah. much, but there's so. You know that's the cool thing about you know doing this podcast that we'll be able to go into more detail. Yeah, exactly. There's some crazy shit that that we've all been through. Yeah. And the stories that all the details um, makes you maybe not want to do the business, but at the same time makes you also. It makes you better in the business. It as makes well. you see like what you know what you can go through and also yeah succeed. And I think that's that's like really prevalent on the people that are really successful in this industry is like resistance, right? Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable with being the same and doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to work for like a, a, a big bank or just going to be doing like kind of like a retail type of thing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be causing an impact, unfortunately, and you're going to be just rolling with the punches. But when you're in something like this, where you have a purpose and you feel like you're actually helping people out, mm -hmm. if it, it not only is it fulfilling, but you're actually helping people and like changing lives. Yeah. Because, for instance, like you, you change, like you make things happen for people when they didn't believe it would make. Like you were just telling me a couple minutes ago that somebody didn't believe that you can get uh, a loan through, and you're like, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, of course I can get it done. So yeah. what was that situation that you were just talking about? Like, oh, remind me, what was what was the deal? This was in Arizona. Uh, no, this was uh, here in California. Okay. In the uh, Yucca Valley area. Oh, the Yucca Valley. That's why. That's why. Yeah. I, I so thought Arizona. He's vet. He's um, very successful. He reached out to us. He's found us. You know, on Instagram. <laughs> Love what we're about. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. We'll plug right there. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's looking for a place in the specific area, hot area in Yucca Valley. And so he lives in OC, and this guy's only home, he's only home maybe a week out of the month. Mm -hmm. He travels all over the world. Wow. And he's like, I wanna, find, I wanna get a place out here because I just wanna kinda, I live like in the city in OC, and I wanna go some, I wanna get a place where I can kinda get away when I'm here, because I'm always traveling. I don't, I don't need to be around all the riffraff and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, OC is real nice though, but yeah. he's, uh, so, he never used a VA loan because when he purchased his first property, the loan officer said, "You know, it's gonna be too hard to get. It's gonna be too hard to qualify for the VA, mm. all that kind of stuff." I mean, the typical stuff. Yeah, the typical stuff we always say. Unfortunately, I never even knew him then, um, but he, I know he's really happy that he ran to us now. But when he submitted his offer for the place, the 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 seller ex, uh, accepted, but then asked the listing agent, "Say, hey, can you ask the loan officer how is he able to get this?" property done as a primary home mm -hmm. it's so far away from where he works you know the location how are they going to do that and i told him i was like well we'll, we'll be able to get done mm -hmm. and he and he just couldn't understand I'm like well he's just going to write a letter saying this is going to be his primary home mm -hmm. but i mean i don't have to tell them all the details of everything but it's yeah. really simple it's um 
he doesn't have an office that he goes to mm-hmm. because when he works, his, his work is traveling everywhere. He has a yeah. specific job. He travels everywhere. So he doesn't have to. He, he can live anywhere he wants. And he's like, this is where I want to live. I want to be away from everything. It's mm-hmm. my primary home. I don't know what. And for them, it was too hard to, you know, understand to fathom and that, it. Yeah. To, and, you know, it would... I mean, for us, it was simple. For them, it was a little more challenging to figure it out, but we got it done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do that all the time. I mean, there's, I mean, there's even you know vets that we've helped. They never thought they could, they can buy ever a property ever. I yeah. Was, Dude, I was I, talking to a recruiter a little bit ago. I'm like, yeah. if, you know, they there are challenges for recruiting, but um, which is it's a sales job. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? If they know um, all the benefits you get. You know, from the military during mm-hmm. and after, I'm like, it could change, you know, the, some of the people's minds. I mean, if you really understand, yeah. Um, I mean, may, maybe, you know, they explain to them all the benefits, but even like being in the military, but then when they hear from like maybe somebody else like you mm-hmm. that, you know, you're in the military or me, civilian that helps other vets, when they find like, well, you know, we tell them, hey, this is where we have, we've been able to help people mm-hmm. to be, you know, be very successful, own several properties and build a real estate portfolio and they're still in the military and because it, it, just because you're in the military i've seen you know some people think hey they don't make a lot of money well they, they make good money yeah i've seen and, and they, they can qualify for quite a bit and they can buy you know multi-properties and you know they have dude like yeah. you should, like every mm-hmm. every time i mention like getting the multi-family that we got last year mm-hmm. eyebrows always go up he's like how'd yeah. you do it like well it's it's like it's part of the program it's part of what the va provides it's up to four units and you know what i bought it as a primary residence and the details are afterwards but yeah like i mean you can do that and you could do that from one duty station to the next as long as you have entitlement of course but yeah man it's crazy like it how we're able to like do the education part of it and that's part of why we want to do the podcast and I wanted to kind of explain why we're doing a podcast or long form video. And it's mainly because I want to get these types of perspectives in here, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to quantify what this podcast is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not only going to be like real estate. I don't think it's going to be just real estate. No. no, it's going to be talking about like a lot of business stuff and how we've been able to change a lot of people's lives and how we've been able to successfully get vets to a better place. Yeah, I think it's going to be somewhat veteran focused, but I mean, we talk a lot about like we service a lot of civilians too. Yeah. I mean, we help out a lot of uh, civilians with a lot of things, it, 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 even with like the multifamily stuff, a lot of civilians don't know that. Like, you got to support guys like Yeah. Like support, they're, you not, gotta, they're not as good as you got to make you successful, yeah, man. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, yeah. and you know what? Like it, it's crazy how, how education is so skewed. Mm-hmm. And it's it like you, people don't know that like their primary home can be a multifamily property. A right. lot of people don't know that, and it's it's something that we it's our I, I think it's part of our duty. It's part of our job yeah. to essentially educate people who just don't know. It doesn't matter if they're civilian, veteran. Just educate people on what what they can do, and if they can realize that they can do something like that, mm-hmm. it's just it, it opens minds and. Yeah. They can help and help their their family out, become the first generation to own property, own business, things like that. Yeah, it's really cool because I feel like I'm start like I become that person for my family. I have some successful people in my family, but I feel like I have become an outlier with owning my right. own business and owning property and expanding how I am. And it's 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 crazy to see. And it and 
on my perspective and then your perspective there's a lot of entrepreneurs within your family right mm -hmm. so yeah. there's three generations that's crazy <laughs> like for me i can't even think like my my great grandpa came to this country and he and he owned mm -hmm. businesses he was hustling mm -hmm. but it was like he was constantly hustling to yeah. just get another buck it wasn't necessarily to own a business you know what i mean and then my dad was a mechanic and then like my grandparents were just like I just have a job, you know, like that's, the, and there's nothing well, wrong no, with that's, that. That's, you know, there's that's nothing wrong with the, it. yeah, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, one thing I want to touch when you said you got your multifamily and you're saying, you know, um, you know, just how to, you know, want to help people, educate people. Mm -hmm. um, but when you said, like, why did you buy your, your multifamily property? Mm -hmm. Is Why did you buy it? And, um, and what's your plan for it in the future? Because I know you mentioned this a few, to me a few times, and this yeah. is really big because this, makes you that you know that catalyst I guess mm -hmm. in your family that's going to you know three four generations from now they're gonna look back yeah and I got this mm -hmm. idea from a, a bigger pockets mm -hmm. I listen to bigger pockets a lot and um, the intent of that property is to give it to my daughter mm -hmm. it's my daughter's How's your daughter just because they're she's two she's two, she's two. okay so she, we bought it when she was one yeah we bought mm -hmm. it when she was one years old so we bought it for the the intent of her owning it when she becomes of age. Of course, we want to make sure that I, I mean I'm putting it out there, but if she's uh, if she's slacking, it's not gonna. Siomara, it might not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Do good work, but no, like it, the the intent 100% is to like give it to my daughter, teach her yeah. uh, the value of investing, and the plan from now forward is to buy a property a year, and it's mm -hmm. gonna happen every single year at least one property whether it's a single family home mm -hmm. a multi-family property commercial property the intent is to continue to grow to build that base so that i become that outlier in my family so i can show my family and the people around me that yes it is possible and yeah. yes you can make it happen it just takes a little bit of work a little bit of work yeah yeah a little bit of work and yeah we were talking about it earlier i mean there's a lot of things we talk about we're like we're just be shooting the shit and yeah. man, this is this is good. We could talk, you know, this is a podcast. Where I'm pretty sure like a lot of people probably yeah. say that, like, oh man, all this stuff we're saying, this is a podcast all day. A million dollar deal. Yeah, a million yeah, dollar exactly. idea. <clears throat> but one thing it's like that's why we're like, we gotta do this and talk yeah. about it and see how we can help people. I know, you know, we've been talking about you mentioned like this this isn't gonna be just a military podcast. It's mm -hmm. right, it's you know, the Romeo Echo podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we'll probably be bringing on a ton of different guests. Different yeah. guests. Yeah. Um you know, as we grow, I mean, six, you know, people, six, entrepreneurs, successful in business, um, mm -hmm. military, you know, vets, yeah, <clears throat> active duty. I mean, you know, like Gabe, just his promotion today. He's a realtor. He's a master sergeant. He's got a family. I mean, guys he, like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and he's and he's girls. Good. I mean, women. I yeah, mean, everybody. exactly. I mean, and and we have a couple people, uh, a couple women on our team that I think that are, as like, Renteria. I she she is in my mind I and, was and the rent. Same. Rent, you need to become an agent. You need You'll to become an it. agent. You'll kill it. And, yeah. and and I think that one big thing is uh, if people like if she was introduced to what we just went went to last week mm -hmm. to the Tom Ferry Summit, yeah. she her mind would be completely blown because I think that um, there's a stigma, you know, and, and that females can't be like. Uh, and I'm not saying like this is what it is, but like there's somewhat of a stigma that like there's not a lot of females in business. Yeah. And there's a ton, there's a ton of successful female realtors. I would say most of them, most of the successful realtors 
are female realtors. Yeah, and especially like, in our it's community here. Uh, I think that's there's a there's a, a good good portion. I think yeah. that the top. I think she might be the top in the U.S. I don't know, maybe well, maybe not. We're in a company. She's with a big company, mm-hmm. and she got a team. Yeah, and she's local here, and she crushes it. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 like, and <clears throat> all the respect in the world, like these women are killing it, and they're savages, yeah. savages. And I think, I think honestly, we do need some more females in on the team to yeah. kind of represent because and I think it's just a, a perception issue and then also just like it kind of feels sometimes like a boys club when it's not yeah. like we want to bring everyone aboard we want every like everyone to come here as long as you're part of the mission and as long as you have the same core values that we hold that's all that's all the requirements and yeah. and you know we have um, of course we have other requirements that we have in place and those will be displayed soon but like it, the the thing is, is like we want good people to be part of the team, and like I think that I think that who we are will will be attracting that very very yeah. like and displaying that on here on social media things like that is going to help us grow. There's that. some crazy work ethic on this team too. Oh, I was yeah. saying it helps makes you you have to level up. I yeah. Mean, even we do like our competitions, fitness mm-hmm. competitions. Yeah. And there's. Everyone goes hard. Yeah. Everyone goes hard, and I mean, really, everyone's really competitive. Um, but you know, it, everyone—it's a great team. I, you know, it's a family. You know, you go to places. Oh, this is the family. It's the family. Yeah, you, you know what? It, here we feel it's a family too. And yeah. Everyone's, you know, we welcome everybody. It's just a um, different type of family that challenges you and yes. makes you just that much better. And that's the thing. That's when you know what people love you is when then you challenge them or when you're you're blunt with them. And they actually care about like the, your perception or yeah. things like that. If you're doing something wrong, if if I don't care about you, I'm not gonna say anything. But here, like, hey, I'm gonna talk shit. Yeah. You know, I care. That's the love right there. That's the, exactly. That's the love talk here. Exactly. Talk that, smack. We're gonna talk shit. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is like, if, if if someone was very passive and didn't really convey the message, what's up? This is the second or fifth, like, was it the second or third interruption that we've had? Oh, is it really? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I, I think I, I think this is going to be a great thing. This podcast is going to be awesome, and I hope that you guys are liking and subscribing to this. I really do appreciate it. And uh, if there's any pocket, like, uh, if there's see, I'm I'm still new to this. I'm yeah. stuttering all over the place. If there's anything that you guys, any topics that you guys want us to cover, feel free to reach out. Put it in the comment section down below. Let us know if we're doing anything wrong on this podcast. Uh, if there's anything that you suggest that we should do differently feel free to reach out. But thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you later. Thank you. Peace.